If talking about new travel destinations or discovering the latest travel gadgets gets your heart racing just like mine, well then, you are in the right place. Hello there, I'm Katrina Rountree and welcome to another episode of Journeys to Come, our podcast about the wonders of travel, a place where we share memories from recent trips and we dream about upcoming adventures. So get your passports ready and join me for Journeys to Come. Hello there and welcome. This week we are reveling in Egypt. Now I know that for a lot of people this is a true bucket list destination. For some it's a very emotional journey and for others it is just all out joy. Certainly a location I would totally recommend. For me as a child I was obsessed with ancient history so I'll admit it is my third visit and I still can't get enough. From the temples to the cuisine, the beautiful locals, the wonderful culture, for me it really has it all. So we have a a wonderful chat coming up for you with some of the incredible guides. We're going to take you to Luxor, the greatest open-air museum in the world. We'll travel down the Nile and explore some wonderful cities of Egypt. And also we'll talk about the culture and the people of Egypt while cruising straight down the magical Nile. Enjoy. Want more travel in your day? Well then, join us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Journeys to Come and follow us. Welcome to Luxor and what is considered to be the greatest open air museum in the world. What is humbling about being here is the size and majesty of the temples and the structures here and also the fact that there are no tourists. Getaway is the first film crew to come back to Egypt. That is not news, that is not doing negative stories, and we keep having all of these tourists from France, from Australia, just small groups coming up to us saying the world needs to know that Egypt is back open for business. Well, I would really like you to meet one of my magnificent guides. I had several throughout our trip in Egypt. All of them were remarkable. All of them so proud to call Egypt their home. But ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Salah. Where are we here, Salah? Uh, we are at Medinet Habu, the memorial temple of Ramses III. This was the last great pharaoh ever. This place, we call it Medina, which, which means in, in English city, because it's quite big. It's mm-hmm. huge. Uh, and it's a fantastic place, has so many different things, colors, stories, written everywhere. For example, here we have this fantastic, you know, like a place. Imagine just through this terrace, or behind that terrace, we used to have the palace mm-hmm. of the pharaoh. And he used to come out, uh, him and his uh, wife, out of this terrace to look at the processions. Salah, why was Ramses III the last of the great pharaohs? Yeah, they, they, in fact, there was like infighting between the uh, successors of the pharaoh, between you know, like the sons who was going to rule. Even we have a, a quite long dramatic story, a conspiracy like theory in this, you know, like place. Like Game they of were, Thrones. Yeah, exactly. They were like fighting over who's going to be the king. Each one of the wives of the king wanted her son to be uh, the ruler, so ended up, in fact, killing, uh, uh, murdering, I would say, uh, the king. And after like that uh, uh, incident, what happened then? They, they uh, took them to court of justice, a lot of courtiers, leaders of the army, VIPs, uh, uh, you know, like uh, they sent them, like uh, they executed them, in fact, after that. And Rums IV, his son, ruled. Anyway, 
all of that infighting between the successors or the descendants of these pharaohs led to making the country weaker. Egypt at that time was the, the top of the world, so there was no motive to work. Education became They less. needed to strive for yeah, something. Exactly. So uh, they achieved everything. So mm -hmm. like any culture, the curve of the culture could go, like uh, always reach the peak and then go it's uh, so down. interesting because often you wonder what happened to those pharaohs, what happened to that extraordinary civilization. What you are looking at here, this dates back three and a half thousand years. The, the paint, the paints that you see up there, three and a half thousand years. And you can also see here that with Egypt, everything is a work in progress. Salah, come and tell us about this story here. We, we have Ramses III. Uh, over there, he set campaigns against the Upper Nubians, against uh, Libyans, and in the way back, the, 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 the leaders of the army wanted to prove that how many they killed out so he, of like... he was quite brutal. Uh, so here we have the leaders of the army coming to, toward the, you know, the throne of the king, toward his office, I would say, and we have one of the leaders of the, uh, the enemies, and here they wanted to prove how many they killed. Right. So that's why they're counting the hands whom they So you can off. see that they're telling the story. This is, this is how well we've done in this campaign. And you can see the hands the hand. inscribed into the walls. Yes. Right there. These, by the way, the hands of the deceased. Not, you know, live people yeah. chop their hands. But after death, to prove how many uh, they killed. I get that. And the other thing as well, they were afraid that some you know, of these leaders, they would like cheat and they kill women. And they You're say, not allowed to kill yeah, women. Not allowed to kill women. So what happened then? They chopped here. You know, unfortunately, we can see the palaces of these dead people to prove to the king they killed only uh, uh, men. And we can see a pile of that here in front of us. They chopped off their willies. <laughs> and they've got the story there on the wall. Brutal. The truth is, Salah, there are so many wonderful stories to tell here. Mm. Brutal, juicy, yeah, but, historic but let, let, let's to, yeah, As well, the ancient Egyptians didn't use to kill prisoners for, like, you know, some of the other nations. It happened, some of the pharaohs did that, but in, in general, the ancient, like Egyptians, didn't kill the prisoners of war. These, you know, like dead people, like other like nations, they would kill prisoners of war, they would do other things, but here they want to prove that they didn't kill women. You know, like very, very important, not killing children. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these adults, you know, like male, and they were fighting against them. These mm -hmm. are soldiers, not like civilians. Yes. So this is, this is just one of the amazing stories that you can see being told on the walls here in just one of the temples here in Luxor, here in Egypt. Can you see why I'm so obsessed with Egyptian history, with ancient history? There are just so many extraordinary tales to tell. And I suppose what is just a little bit sad about being here in Egypt is we're pretty much here on our own. We are the first... TV show to come back here that's not news, that's not telling negative stories. So we really wanted to show that Egypt is back open for business in regards to tourism. And what would you share with people in regards to, to coming to Egypt? It's a great country, very welcoming, you know, like we await for you here. Please come to Egypt. Why well, do people love Egypt so much? Uh, Egypt, like uh, history, we can read it from the wall. The writing on the wall, you can read it. It's not like other like cultures, you can read everything. Uh, it's mother of cultures, like so many things, like Greeks, Romans, ancient Egyptians, Islam, Christianity, Judaism, like everyone being here. That's where they call Egypt the cradle of civilization. Yeah.
While you're listening, why not add some travel to your inbox? Sign up for my weekly travel updates at journeystocome.com. A must-do in Egypt is sailing along the River Nile on a felucca. I remember we actually stayed on board when I first went to Egypt when I was about 15. I remember during the day we would sit on the edge of the felucca and just really have the wind going through our hair. And then at night we'd get our sleeping bags out and and sleep on the river. It was so magical. This time around I'm on a, a larger boat, a nicer loo. Slightly more luxurious, but we do get the chance to go down the Nile on a felucca as well and chat to some of the locals along the way. Enjoy our chat right now. Very safe. Like you, you've been all around the country. Uh, so many tourists now. They're getting like more and more tourists yeah. for the time being. It's absolutely safe. What's all your must-see, must-do whilst must in do. Egypt? Uh, of course, that the pyramids, the Egyptian Museum in Cairo, and must an Nile cruise on the River Nile from Luxor to Aswan. This has been done since almost like over than a hundred years ago. Uh, we started Nile cruising on the Nile, maybe the first country in the world. So it's deeply rooted here in, 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 the, in the country. And the hotel is traveling. You don't have to pack every day, you know. So this is like a great advantage. Whether you're doing it on a Faluka, which is what we're on right now, you can, you it can do it that on your way. Budget. Luca, you know, if you have low budget, you can do it in a Fluca. You have a little bit more money, Nile cruise, different like prices for the Nile cruise, and you choose any uh, cruise you love. And I've got to say, I am loving the food. Excellent food, here we go. Absolutely excellent food. What are your favorite treats? Yeah. Oh, I, I like to try everything. <laughs> yeah, I love every everything. Especially we had a in the cooking class yesterday. Here. We have the kushery. today and it was absolutely fantastic baba ganoush of course what was the rice dish that i made that, that's kosher that's kosher that's the yeah, macaroni like uh, lentils onion rings tomato sauce yeah, all mixed together what are you um, most proud of as as a local yeah i'm very proud of uh, the egyptians yeah i mean we're like always, uh, we do our best. We love our country so much. Uh, we're not sectarian. Everyone is Egyptian first-class citizen. So that's what we love. Lots of history too. Yeah, great civilization. We're so proud of that. It was actually something that I learned when we were in Cairo from our guide. It's actually bad manners to ask a person what their religion is. And you barely will know what's more important is, are you a proud Egyptian? Yes, uh, I was brought up, I was born and uh, bred in one of the streets in Aswan as a local boy here. My neighbors like were Christians. Nobody knows like this is Muslim, this is Christian. Uh, we celebrate together, you know, like they help us when we, we, when we are in need. Same thing, vice versa. It's like everyone, like there is no big division, anything like that. We love each other, you know, and we have great uh, peace and harmony. Travel is often best shared with friends and family. So please share this podcast with your travel companions and make sure you subscribe to our podcast feed wherever you collect your podcasts. We're at the famous Egyptian Museum. This is 
one of the most famous museums in the world because of its incredible pharaonic collections, its Roman collections, its Greek collections, and also the draw card here, I'm amongst masses and masses of crowds here, the draw card is that it has the entire collection of King Tutankhamun's tomb. Now remember when Howard Carter found the tomb in 1922, it was completely covered by sand. Down, down deep, underneath the ground. No one knew it was there. No one knew that this incredible treasure was lying underneath the sand until Howard Carter found it. So, the entire collection is here and nowhere else in the world will you see that complete collection. Sometimes you'll see pieces that are being toured, but just a few pieces. This is the only place the complete collection is. Want more travel in your day? Well then, join us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Journeys to Come and follow us. And while you're there, hey, how about you share your own travel pics and stories with the hashtag Journeys to Come. Nice, nice, nice. We're on the crazy streets of Edfu in Egypt. We've come along the Nile. I don't know how long my battery's going to last because I've been taking so many photos and I just wanted you to see how bananas this scene is. Crazy! So we've been sailing along the Nile and the reason that we stopped at Edfu is to see the most extraordinary temple. The temple of Edfu was actually only discovered around about 200 years ago. Up until then, no one really even knew what was underneath. Piles and piles and piles of rubbish. Yes, did you want to say something? Good, oh. good, 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 good. Okay. He just wants to have a chat. Um, anyway, they started to excavate the rubble and what they found underneath is one of the ancient world's biggest, second after Karnak here in Egypt, but also the most well-preserved ancient temple in the world, dedicated to the god of the sky, Horus. Horus, which has the image of a falcon. It is well worth the visit if you can make your way here. And I suppose that is what the joy of Egypt is. You've got this absolutely crazy community happening around you and then you go to these serene temples and revel in history that's not too dissimilar in a funny way to what we're experiencing here. I was taken into a room in Edfu and it had all of the ingredients written on the wall of all the different essential oil mixes that you could, you could create. For them it was offerings to the gods beautiful, beautiful ingredients that were written entirely on the wall. What are you showing me? Football stud. It's football. Oh, football over there. Right, right. Thank you, Sukran. And then also there are wonderful stories up on the walls talking about the battles that uh, that the, the gods had in the particular case of, of Horus. He was battling his evil uncle. Uh, it was represented as a hippo. His uncle, of course, being Seth. Seth killed his own father twice. He came back from the dead and he killed him again. And Seth represents evil. And so Horus, uh, the, the nephew, he wanted to, uh, to avenge, avenge the father and take him on and try to kill him. I'll stop raving on about my stories. We'll just enjoy life 
here on the streets of Edfu in Egypt. I hope you make the effort to come and visit. It's well worth it. If you enjoyed traveling with me through Egypt and Jordan, I just thought that I'd let you know I followed the scenic tours itinerary that will be running in 2018. For more info, we've got the itinerary details on our wonderful website, Journeys to Come, and of course, you can go to the scenic site as well. Thank you for traveling with me. I loved every moment.